think it's kind of frightening how good I look. It's a beautiful suit. I think we should take it. Could you do a cuff with a nice little break? Will these be the shoes? I think we should take the shoes. Don't you think we should take the shoes? I guess we're taking the shoes. <gasps> uh-huh, yeah. Just like that. Jesus. 1800 bucks. I guess I better not spill anything. Don't worry. It's my treat. What? I invited you to this thing. I want to pay for the suit. No way. You're not buying me a suit. I have the topics ready. I have the plot ready. Um, let's just... Let's just do it. Let's just rock it. Let's rock it. Um, all right, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the Miranda Season 2, Episode 10. Um, season yeah. 2, Episode 10. Um, yeah. Little PSA here. I don't know. Is it weird to do a PSA? Um, I like PSAs. Well, right before Sarah and I were just talking about um, uh, Dave, my partner, he got coronavirus. <laughs> And he'd gotten the Johnson and Johnson shot five days before, so it's just a friendly reminder to like I don't know do I like I, I think know, you're in a weird? space to do it. Let's not get into politics. <laughs> <laughs> well, just a just a just friendly kidding. reminder that this shit is still around, and even if you have your shot or your first shot, you can still get it. And I've had two shots, like like I've had it for a month at this point. But, like, I'm still, like, I have to quarantine. So I've had to mandatory take two weeks off from work. And I'm just, like, <sighs> it's thrown off my whole schedule for the week. Um, even though I know I don't have it, but I'm a technically a carrier. But I, anyway. Uh, no, you know what? I think it's a good thing to um, – hold on one second. Give me one second. I have a dog in the room. We've got a dog in the room, everyone. She's an avid avid listener, but she needs to go. Um, So, yeah, actually, at at work today, we had a couple, a student and a staff member test positive, and one of the staff members has one of the shots. And this happened the other week where another staff member, his fiance, you know, there's just a bunch of people who, like, have one shot, and you kind of think, like, oh, well, the one shot – you know, yes, you don't have two yet, or even the Johnson and Johnson, it's just one, but it can still happen. You can still get it. Um, Coronavirus, uh, this shit is real. It's real. <laughs> oh, my God. I I would love to see how, if Sex and the City is going to portray oh COVID. Because a lot of TV shows are doing that now. Um, should we talk about um, what's-his-face Corbett, Aiden Shaw? I think we need to, because... Uh, I mean, I could do a whole episode on that, um, but we need to. Thoughts. Okay. Just initial oh, thoughts. I think with the Sex and the City, the movie, too. We have to start there. They You're brought- the only person on this planet who's seen it in its entirety. <laughs> so let's, the, let's start there. So the, <laughs> and more than once. I think we should say that. So I, <laughs> I think we have to start with this. You know, that's where we left off with the ladies. Mm-hmm. Abu Dhabi, she has a fling with him. Yes, she goes back to the city. Wait, she does? And, I mean, she they cheats have on a, Big? They, they kiss. Her and um, Aiden kiss. The... But she's married to Big, right? Yeah. This is so annoying. Oh I know. Okay. So technically, yes. <laughs> I mean, like we've seen Aiden since the series, and he was in Abu Dhabi. They have this moment. There's flirtations. Is he divorced in it? I can't remember his plot line. So oh, no. are they writing it that Carrie would somehow be with Aiden and be, God forbid, a stepmother to her, his three boys? She couldn't even take care of the wait, dog. Wait, wait. Is that... Pete. Is that what you surmised, or is that actually a plot line you read? No, about? no, that's just where my my brain's going. Her being a step. How old could his kids be now? I don't know. Probably. He's gotta like, have like she can't take care of an eight year old. No, they're probably in high school. That's true. Um. Wait, wait a minute. I just want Aiden to be happy. That's all I wanted. That's all we all want. <laughs> <laughs> Stay away from Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so Chris Noth is not coming back, is that? I, I think he is. Um, 
In some probably stupid capacity, I'm sure it's like a FaceTime. Oh, we're FaceTiming him. <laughs> I think talking about the reboot and fantasizing about the reboot is going to actually be better than the reboot. Because I just don't, like, what can they give to us? I also think these characters have physically aged. I know that's a terrible thing to say and, like, an ageist, sexist thing to say. I'm just so curious how they're going to be playing into... I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know where I'm saying with this. But I just, I just don't know what this reboot's going to look like and why Aiden yeah. would be in it. Um, but I, yeah, the Chris Noth, like, we still know, don't know if he's going to be it. Apparently, like, Kim Cattrall's now in it. Yes. Well, Sam the thing that back. concerns me is that they announced this reboot and then clearly they're not filming it and i feel like there's so much room for error or or they were waiting for all the think pieces to come out so they could like steal ideas <laughs> of how to write this dumb show <laughs> they're like we are fucking stuck guys the fans will know they're on reddit just maybe. like cruising well maybe your idea of um samantha and big getting together Oh, 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 oh my god oh my god oh man and, and that will explain like the rift between Carrie and Sarah. oh yeah there's so many so guys any listeners if you guys have theories on what you think is going to happen in the reboot and why you think Aiden is going to be in this reboot please dm us on the at the Miranda's pod um the email who no one uses the email but the pod at the Instagram we are getting it going we're getting some engagement <laughs> So let's get there. (laughs) The thing that's fucking hilarious about the Instagram is that, like, (laughs) so Sarah has, like, (laughs) I haven't even said anything and she's dying. Basically, Sarah is the number one person in my life who's been on and off social media like a thousand times. And now she's back on social media, but like our Instagram. And when I first set it up, like the first two months, it was oh just my God, me. I'm about to cry. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm like having like severe panic attacks <laughs> because every time I go on Instagram and like our Instagram and check the DM thread, there are like all these messages. <laughs> what did you see it today? And I'm like, did I write that in my sleep? Like, I'm like, I'm having anxiety. Like, do I no, have some I, I sort had of some like really sleep great paralysis? <laughs> Engagement today with fans, and I've been posting. All right, so guys, you know, and then we I was don't like, have, it's Sarah. It's, it's old school. We don't have a social media manager yet, so it's just two gals <laughs> who don't like Instagram who are using it. Um, hey, hey, listeners, if you know anyone who needs a summer internship <laughs> which minimum is wage a spring internship maybe minimum wage i highly believe in minimum wage but like we're not even getting paid for this minimum wage in 2005 whatever that was i will give you my hbo max login and like my hulu login as oh. as collateral or as that's good and I will also like fucking write your resume. I'll give you a recommendation. Wow, I'm really like going for it right now. I know. I've had like three sips of this whiskey and I can already feel it. So it takes two sips of this Greyhound in a can for me to be like, ah, we need an intern. <laughs> 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 oh my god i love it okay on that note um we i did pose a question on our instagram and i was really curious about the the, the answers and the feedback and it's right now at 50 50 and my Wait, question what was the question so here's the thing the question <laughs> is and this is going to lead us right into the episode so the should i start with a quick plot first do you think Yes. So let's just do a quick plot before I get into this question because this question is going to be the chunk of the episode. Love it. I actually, like, now I haven't even given it a rating, but, like, I just realized that it's going to be a good rating for me this episode. Oh, 100%. This is a great episode. It's a heartbreaking episode for Miranda and Steve fans. Oh, my God. Get the tissues ready. You probably won't cry, Mm -hmm. but that's probably what people say when maybe you should. Okay. So the plot in this episode, the it's season two, episode 10, the cast system, Carrie finally says, I love you to Mr. Big, 
but he doesn't say it back and it's not really at the right moment. They have a classic Carrie and Big fight and at the end of the episode come to a greater understanding. Um, Miranda invites Steve to one of her law firm's parties. She sees his apartment for the first time. He lives in a rundown studio, to say the least. She wants him to buy a new suit for the party. She tries to pay. He won't let her. He's really struggling to afford it, and he returns it, and they break up, which is one of the saddest scenes in this series. Um, Charlotte starts seeing a celebrity and gets caught up in the fast lane, but decides to come back down after realizing what kind of person he is and who he, who he hangs around with. And Samantha has an absurd plot line that is so politically incorrect, and we've got to get into the treatment of the um, Asian people. In this, oh, in this, oh my I don't know how to say this. Um, she starts dating a man who has a literal, as she says, servant. I don't know if that's called now, paid help, a housekeeper. Um, it's a housekeeper. Who acts one way around her boss and one it's way like around Samantha. Well, yeah. is that. He- Actually, she kind of... Can I just, like, say my Samantha Zinger, like, right off the bat? Do it. I'm a trisexual. I'll try anything once. I burst out laughing because it was so ridiculous. She was saying... um, So they're at brunch, probably. And she's like, I'm dating a guy right now, and he he has an actual servant. (laughs) And I just died at, like, actual servant. (laughs) And he... And like she's a servant. <laughs> like I know. It's a weird plot line. And in this episode, actually, I think we can get right into it. The depictions of um Asian women are pretty um one toned, I guess. And it's yeah. Asian yeah. women working at a nail salon and Charlotte right. kind of looking at them and referring to them as working class. Um oh which goodness. isn't to say that Asian women don't work in nail salons because I go to a nail salon in which Asian women work at and they're the best I wouldn't go to somewhere else and then there's also representation of an Asian woman who is this Thai woman who is very like sneaky and um dressed in like traditional like Thai garb and it's just this very like reductive um yeah characterization of Asian women in the series so that Mm. does not age well it does, does not age well it does not age well and then there were some weird moments in this episode where it was like a like Within, like, a 10-second period, Charlotte was not woke and then woke. Do you know what I'm referring to? I'm sure you know what I'm Was this talking about the working class? Yeah, and, like, Carrie's like, um, can we say working class anymore? It's 1990-whatever. <laughs> and then Charlotte literally says something, like, woke, which is like, oh, are we, like, something along the lines of subtext, which is like, are we going to pretend that there aren't classes? There are. Which, uh, which, when she said it, it really, because Charlotte, we, I don't know what tracker we can have for, like, the Charlotte, whoa, Charlotte, <laughs> but, like, this would be one of them, which is true. We live in a class-based society. We're not yes. going to deny it. We're not going to pretend. And I think people who are come from privilege like to kind of pretend it isn't because it's uncomfortable to think about yeah. people who are in, like, quote-unquote lower class. Um, I read a fantastic book for my book called Called Cast, and it talks about Yeah, cast. you read that. I, told, I remember that. Yeah, and it talks about the different caste systems in America that, you know, that exist and that mm. favors people with lighter skin over darker skin, whatever, and then also getting into, like, the socioeconomics behind skin color, right. class, whatever. And in this episode, this topic is really fascinating. And it's actually the question that I brought up to our listeners on the Miranda's podcast. Oh my God. And I don't even know it. Didn't even see it. (laughs) So it wasn't particularly about class, but I wanted to ask women, because that's, I think, all of the people who follow us, um, other than maybe my brother. Um, I asked them, (laughs) is wealth or wealth potential, not just financial stability, an important factor when you're considering a partner? Okay. So I just rechecked it, and actually 67% of people who responded said no. no wealth or wealth potential, right? Someone's potential okay. earning power is not considered when dating somebody. But Interesting. I asked this because I think it relates to both what Charlotte is saying, like wealth and class being part of dating conversations and potential partners we know women who only date men who make a lot of money yeah friends with a lot of women like that but i mean i'm not judging them yeah Um, and in this episode miranda faces this with steve steve makes 
significantly much less money. And Charlotte refers to him as working class. And this is the tension between Steve and Miranda in this episode. So I thought it was, I really wanted to ask people what they thought. Yeah, that's interesting. I'm just looking at the post and I think it's good that you clarified it's not just financial stability because Mm -hmm. obviously money is like actually probably the biggest reason why people get divorced, right? It's the number one reason why. It's the number one reason. But this isn't about stability this is about wealth slash potential wealth exactly and that's why i phrase it that way because i do think financial stability that's important i'm not there's no like that to me is a value system being able to talk about it exactly exactly so finances are so important but i'm talking about in this question is like if you were on a dating app and you saw Mm. a guy two guys who were on equal footing but one had a higher paying job would you be more attracted to that man because he had a higher paying job And this is a no judgment because I think attraction, I don't necessarily think you have to like justify it, but I think there's a lot of women who would say they, of course, they're attracted to a man who makes a good amount of money. Oh, totally. Yeah. Okay. So I have like a million things running in my brain at once. It might be that I'm drinking a a greyhound out of a can, but (laughs) (laughs) but basically, um, there's there's a great Carrie line, actually, which is, um, you know, I don't know if she was referring to Miranda, but she says it was her first pang of yuppie guilt, um, which was a great line. Yes. Um, and so I think I think it comes. OK, so I think there's like a wide variety of answers, which is like, what are you looking for? And as we saw in, like, this episode, like, Charlotte was, like, dating, like, what? Like, a movie star or celebrity or, like, uh-huh. some random it person. And he was in, he, he, like, completely different vibe than what Charlotte is into. But she was kind of, like, having fun and almost, like, you know, playing pretend or just, like, you know, like, changing it up a bit. And so I think plenty of people, like, change it up a bit. But as far as, like... I don't know. Like, I think that age is another factor. Like, I know when, like, there's, like, an older man and, you know, he's, like, established and wealthy. Like, yeah, that's attractive. And um, I think there's, like, a million reasons. I mean, like, obviously the millennial Gen Z reason is he's, like, a daddy or a zaddy or whatever the F they're calling it now. But, like, I think that, um, I think that, like, I don't even know what I'm saying, but I think that, like, It's, it's part of that attraction is it's like, it's like when you're living in a city, it's like nice to be taken out and it's nice to like go out and like have somebody. There's a a level of, oh, I'm sorry, I interrupted you, go. Oh, no, no, continue. Okay. So I was thinking about this when, um, I don't think I'm, I'm, you know, when I watch these episodes, obviously I'm reflecting a lot of my own dating experiences and I've only dated one guy who made less money than me. He was, and it was Mm -hmm. really because he was a younger teacher. So he was like, just not far along in the teaching, but I did make more money. And I also came for a family Mm. that had more money and Mm. he brought it up quite a bit and Mm. it seemed to be more of an issue for him than it was for me. Because it's not like right. I'm sitting here, you know, I'm not like in, in finance, <laughs> like I'm rolling yeah, in yeah, it or yeah. anything. So it's, you know, I'm not right. going to shame anybody for money. But I've, tr- I've most of the men I've dated mm. have made more than me, um, either right. casually, seriously, whatever. Yeah. And, you know, I, uh, I grew up seeing mostly men making more than women. Yeah. That's yeah, most of the, like the, mm-hmm. the relationships that I saw were primarily mm-hmm. men made more. Um, I didn't really see it the other way around. So in this episode, seeing Miranda make more money than Steve and how, how uncomfortable Steve was, I really yeah. felt bad for him because it's almost as if maybe he saw relationships like I did too, where a man is supposed to make more. Right. I, you know, I, I think he felt I which God, is I felt why so it's, bad for him. Which is why it's complicated. I mean, I think like watching the episode now or if like that plot line was written now, like it would be like, oh, like – you know, Steve's, like, sexist and, like, can't handle a whatever, whatever, like, powerful woman. But I think, you know, at the time, you know, it's, it was, it was, it was probably a lot more, like, hard for, you know, like, given, you know, social constructs and the way we're told, like, things are. But it made me sad for Miranda because I'm like, yeah, she's, like, making more money and, like, she, like, 
is like loves her man who's a bartender and like they have a yeah. great connection and she doesn't care and charlotte or someone does make a good point i think it's maybe who makes the point carrie mm-hmm. or maybe samantha where it's like yeah actually like n- men like like if the roles are reversed like carrie's like i make way less money than yep. big and so like Oh, God, I'm so glad you brought that part up because Carrie is in the exact opposite position of Miranda, right? Like, Big makes an an insane amount of money compared to Carrie. And I don't see Carrie dating a guy who makes less than her. I really don't see that happening. Well, I I do. You do? I do. Do you see her being serious with him, though, or dating him? Maybe not. uh, I don't know. Maybe not serious. But, you know, Carrie's like an it girl. And, like, you know, as we see her, like, later in the episode, she's dating, like, a performance artist that she knows. And, like, so she knows, like, interesting, like, bohemian bohemian types in New York City. And so I But the I thing think... is, those people, mm-hmm. Gilly, have some sense of power, whether it's social, mm. you know. Social like, capital social or whatever. Social capital, social mm-hmm. fame, people are interested in. But do you see Carrie just dating a bartender? Like a Steve type? No. No, I don't, I don't see it, though. I no. will say this. Um, I think with, you know, I felt so bad for Miranda in this because you can see how much she loves Steve. And that scene, yeah. oh my God, when they're buying the suit. Did they go to Ralph Lauren? Where did they go? I don't know go? where the fuck they went. Yeah. It was expensive. And she's and $1,800 suit. Yeah. She's excited <laughs> and she's getting him kind of dressed up. We'll, we'll take it. We'll take it. And she goes to treat it. And you can see yeah. her. I don't always like saying emasculated, but you can watch her emasculate him Without her intention, you can see yeah, what she's, she's not... trying to do. Because there have been times when, like, Dakota has wanted to treat me to something. We've gone shopping, mm-hmm. and, like, I have a much, like, lower discretionary income than he does. Mm-hmm. Like, I just can't spend, like, crazy amounts of money. Mm-hmm. So he'll treat me, and he'll like, well, this, I want to treat you. It makes you happy. Mm-hmm. And to me, I and very accepting of it, right? It makes mm-hmm. you it makes me feel really loved. And in this moment, mm-hmm. it made Steve feel so devalued. And mm-hmm. he says something in this that made me so sad. And he when he's going to the door to kind of tell her that he returned the suit, he said, being in that store with you, I didn't feel good about myself. I know, I know. God, oh he was God. so honest in that scene. I know. Sorry, sir, it was declined. Would you like to try another one? Why don't you try one of mine? Uh, no, no, no. Um, all right, how about this? Um, let's try 800 on the card. I'll write you a check for 1000 and I'll give you the rest in cash. Steve, forget it. It's no. too expensive. No. Would, would you just let me buy the fucking soup? He was so honest. And, yeah. And, and the thing is, I was like, when he said that, I was still kind of reeling from her saying, I'm being punished because I'm successful. And, like, I was still, like, yeah, like, why aren't, I know. like, Miranda buying his suit, <laughs> at least in 2021. Sorry, <laughs> Cece, Cece jumped on the bed and knocked over my time. My, my old-fashioned. <laughs> Cece, no. Okay, never mind. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, like, see, like, I, you know, thinking about Miranda and, like, especially at that time, which is, like, yeah, like, why aren't we celebrating someone like, sorry, I, I think I said Samantha. Why aren't we celebrating Miranda or Samantha who are successful and want to, like, treat their guy? You know, like, why aren't we, like, loving that? Like, I love that. And I think and we do now, right? I think we do now, yeah. But I think it was it was kind of, but then to see, and then see Steve, who I love, we love, it was, it was, like, I totally was acknowledging how he felt, but then I was also, like, you know, part of me was, like, kind of, like, dude, you can't, you're, like, you're, like, disgusted with, like, not disgusted, but you don't. He had a like, lot you're, of pride. You're humiliated because Miranda's worked her butt off and she's successful and, like, is can do this and, and wants to, like, show you off to her, you know, law firm. <sighs> we, and I, I think it's more than that. I think it's he, more than that. Even what he said, he said... I won't be able to, and I didn't feel good about myself. So it's less yeah. of his ability to celebrate her, but more of mm. his ability to be okay with who he is and who, who he's bringing to the relationship. And you, you, I, I really feel for him in that moment because he just doesn't feel good enough. 
And yeah. I don't, I don't think, I think he knows her worth. I don't think yeah. he thinks that he's worthy enough for her. And yeah. in, in the sense of being able to provide for her. And what we know about Miranda is that she doesn't need the financial support. She doesn't need the financial, right? She yeah. doesn't need that. And what mm-hmm. she needs is a man like Steve, but to him, he's so caught up in the social expectations and norms that he feels so worthless and not yeah. valuable to her. Well, it's also not just about buying this $1,800 suit from Ralph Lauren or wherever the fuck it's from. It's about, like, also the type of, like, people that she hangs out with, too. And him, maybe... I mean, he doesn't say this, but I'm only, like, assuming that he might not feel like he fits in to the types of people she hangs out with. Like, Samantha's and Charlotte's and whatever. People who give a fuck about that kind of stuff. And, um... yeah. Yeah, the, and I, you know what I, you know what I loved about okay, like just to like switch gears a little bit when they're at what? the nails when they're at the nail salon, um, I love that <laughs> I love that Charlotte was trying to be like he's a bartender but also like an artist, and, Mar- and Miranda's like nope, he's just a bartender and that's okay. He's not an artist. He's a bartender, and he I probably the- will always be a bartender. <laughs> And I think for for Charlotte, she's like, oh my god, because we know Charlotte's somebody who's who she's looking for a certain type of guy with a certain mm-hmm. bank account and or earning power and wealth potential. Pedigree, pedigree, yeah. right? That's really important mm-hmm. to her. That's valuable to her. Whereas Miranda has kind of done that for herself. She's created her own yeah. wealth, her own whatever. Um, going back to what you said about um, Steve, maybe not feeling like fit in. I think the, the, the clothing example is so perfect because he did mm. have a suit. He had a corduroy suit. Yes, the suit <laughs> was hideous. And then, you know, when she says, you know, fuck the suit, you're breaking up with me. And then later Carrie yeah. has a voiceover and she says, an hour later, adrift in a sea of Italian wool crepe, Miranda wondered what was really so wrong with corduroy anyway. I know. And you think yeah. like Miranda also was putting pressure on Steve to kind of be true level, right? Because preceding, um, the situation you know she says i want to get you a suit and um miranda my miranda sarcasm is it feels good to be sarcastic like what's wrong with corduroy and miranda's like i don't have enough time to tell you what's wrong with corduroy um i know i love i love that one they're eating the pizza um yeah ah god but can you believe gilly that they only lasted three episodes I know. I mean, obviously that. he's there for the whole season. Well, okay, this is what I would say is up with up with that is that like just from what I've heard about like television writing, like uh shows that do really well um hold out with like romances. They certainly do because you mm-hmm. know how I feel about it. Once Pam a couple, and Jim. <laughs> Pam and Jim. Once a couple gets together, no thank you. I'm not in it. I am in it for the tension. I am in it to see the couples I want to get together. That's why <laughs> Carrie and Bake. I mean, I was interested. Yeah, Pam and Jim. I, I don't fuck with Office post season <laughs> four. <laughs> I really can't. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's same thing with, well, well, Gilmore Girl. Okay, I don't even need to get into Gilmore Girls, Luke and Lorelai, like that whole out. Okay, we won't, we won't. That's do that. a whole other podcast that I think you should do because <laughs> Gilly. <laughs> oh gilly girls it actually be kind of great because i've never seen it and you have seen it you have i know you've seen it no i I definitely seen one of the seasons but i am not a fan like my sisters were fans i was gonna say your sisters i know watched yeah um i don't know Um, what gene i was missing i'm so curious as to like who if they're team jess team logan team dean I'm Team Jess, always. I mean, I was Team Jess because I am always Team Bad Boy. Like, I love... Wait, wait, was Jess Team Bad Boy? Because I think... um, I'm Team Bad Boy. Sawyer on Lost, anybody? Any fans? No, but the same thing is I am Team Jack Shepard, which is the doctor, the freaking rational man <laughs> no he was a emo- he was an emotional yeah, wreck okay he, yeah he was all right let's yeah. let's not go down okay. that road but we could we could so okay so the miranda and steve plot line is heartbreaking um i really feel for miranda i really forget where their plot goes carrie and big plot line they she is in it she, if you start off the episode she really wants to say i love you 
Um, and I remember that feeling, you know, that feeling like when you haven't said, I love you yet, but you're kind of like feeling it and waiting to say it. Um, I like that how she finally ends up saying it when he gives her that shitty purse. I was like, okay, why did you do that? So he basically gives her this, like, I feel like you'd own that purse. Like, (laughs) I know I was kind of like, Oh, (laughs) it's like a rhinestone encrusted, like freaking rooster or something. No, it's like one of those mallard ducks or whatever. And it, it, you know, it, it, it's in half and it pops open and like, you can fit like nothing in there. Um, and it, you know, it's lined with like silk and he, he gets her this gift she's really excited and it's in this bag this nice little bag and he's like i got you something she's like looks at it and i didn't think it was that bad but like especially given the shit that carrie wears yeah i mean my god she she could have made it work she could have made it work (laughs) Um, seriously she was wearing like a silk bustier i don't like (laughs) what was she expecting him to ever buy her fashion wise well what's this for Oh, I just saw it and thought of you. It was just wrong. It was wrong. I didn't know what to say except... I love you. But the thing that was weird to me, and I need to, like... I honestly did not understand why the fuck was her response... Instead of faking it and say, I love it, she said, I, I love you, and I <sighs> wanted to die. <laughs> I know. Why did she do that? Why did she do that? I know. It, it's it's like, easier to say, I love it. <laughs> I don't know why she did that and what. And, and also, she had such intent when she did it because she like thought, I love you. And he was so confused. Yeah. As, as he should have been. You know, like that was no, not the time nor the place for those words to be exchanged. You know, it's so interesting. You can tell a man I hate you. You have the best sex of your life. But tell him I love you. You'll probably never see him again. Oh, it's just very, it's very comforting right now. Wait a minute. Time out. Did you ever think that at this very moment, the man might be trying to find his own way to tell Carrie that he loves her? Listening to Miranda wax optimistic about love was more disorienting than a heat wave in February. No. <laughs> I don't know why she said it, and I like that it immediately cut to brunch her talking to the girls about it, and then they talked about the expiration date of, mm. well, if you say I love you and the partner doesn't say it back. And I was really, I wanted to ask you, have you been in a situation in which you've said I love you first, and then the person kind of held it out for a while and didn't say it back to you? No. No, God, no. And I, and I have no. been in that situation because I don't say it first, which maybe exactly. is a terrible thing. <laughs> I, wait, I mean, I have said it first, but it was reciprocated. But I will, <laughs> I will hold out as long as effing possible. That's <laughs> true. You know, like I can, um, I can be very withholding. And so if I, if need be, I will withhold that I love you only because <laughs> I'm just so terrified of rejection and... Um, I always like, I think I kind of imagined, I just have always liked a man saying it first, but maybe that's me playing into tra- traditional gender norms. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I, I think. It... Like, would you ever propose to a man? No. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> like, like, no, I think you should totally propose to a man if you want to, but like, just fucking do it. Like, I don't need to see it on TikTok, you know? <laughs> Wait, I think that is the best. Don't don't even get me started on some of these insane <laughs> videotaped proposals that involve TikTok. It's too much. Oh it is my too god! Much. Um, but I think with the, the Carrie and Big, you know, we do see God. They have they have the same fight over and over again: miscommunication, oh. withholding, her overreaction. You can just see them. I just like want them to do Reiki so bad. You can just. <laughs> You can just see them, like, holding in so much of what they want to say, but they won't do it. Like I know. and Or they won't say it. And it's, it's, really, it's really hard to watch, especially since, like, like I understand Big's, like, um, you know, hesitations or whatever. Um, but 
because he's been married and like he's gone down this road but at the same time i'm like shouldn't you fucking know like by now like not to deal with do this like petty like kind of like miscommunication thing yeah and then he ends up you know saying it over the phone after they have this fight and she's in bed with another guy yes they didn't sleep together but she ends up kissing this guy and she says this quote and i labeled this under carrie's stupidity because carrie says a lot of stupid things and she said i never told mr big i figured anything before i love you doesn't count just like whoa like can you imagine if a man if a man said that and got to use that as an excuse like well we didn't say i love you even Cece was like what i know she got she gets a little crazy right now um well, yeah, thing, I, oh. yeah that was it okay so that was an interesting um scene and plot point which is so basically they um big's friend has a party and um she upper he east side park, Ave, park avenue bougie. and i love carrie gets there and literally she's like i feel like i'm in a different country <laughs> <laughs> and they're there and like i thought there was some interesting unspoken like female uh-huh. like butting heads type of thing whereas um or she, butting nipples as i should say because the woman's nipples, nipples were sticking straight out <laughs> That was insane. Little chef's hats just poking at you. Basically, like, um, she you could tell that she didn't like the woman, probably because it was a female friend of Biggs, and who even knows what his track record is. But second of all, probably because she's, like, snooty or whatever, and she also, like, didn't like serving brown food at her party, like carbs, basically. Um... She's just, like, kind of an uptight woman. Um, and Carrie felt, like, not maybe not threatened, but kind of, like, Ugh. just didn't like her or whatever. And um, it was interesting how, like, Carrie decided to go off and, like, hang out with um, caterers, right? The quote-unquote working-class person, right? She yeah. rejects the rich, haughty people and yeah. is like, ugh, I'm not one of you. Even if Big gives me that bedazzled clutch, I'm not one of these ladies. I'm going to smoke a cigarette and, like, look at my tattooed, you know, caterer friend or performance, performance artist. artist. Right, so she's she sees rejecting, yeah. Yep. Yeah, she sees her friend who's a performance artist at the party and, like, it was kind of strange. It was, like... She was checking out, like, some weird... Did he have, like, a weird tattoo or something? Yeah. And it looked... Yeah. Like, she was giving him a blowjob. It looked like she was, like, maybe, like, giving him a blowjob. She was just, like, bending down and trying to, like, look. And then, I guess, clearly, the snooty hostess of the party, like, reported back to Big. And, like... And even Big said, like, you're embarrassing me. Um, and that and she's was like, I'm embarrassing you. <laughs> <laughs> Were you really out there giving the caterer a blowjob? First of all, he's not a caterer. He's a very well-known performance artist. Oh, well, that didn't answer my question. Because it was offensive. Well, whatever you were doing, please stop. You're embarrassing me. I'm embarrassing you. Well, maybe if you join me on the terrace like a gentleman, we wouldn't be standing here having this conversation. Let's just go. No, you go. I'm having a good time. <laughs> oh my god. Um, and <laughs> and so, and so it's just yeah, it's just like they don't talk about yeah, I don't they don't know. talk we about s- anything, and they don't. Talk you know, about so anything. Carrie ends up leaving this this party to go, you know, downtown have margaritas. She goes home with the guy. It honestly then... seemed way more fun though to hang she out. She had that a guy. great end of night. <laughs> I know that guy did sound more fun, and he seems so I, fun. <laughs> and I think it's that moment in a relationship, and if you've ever been dating someone where things felt a little bit off, and maybe you like meet their friends or you see something socially and you're like, whoa, like I am not a part of this. And like, I don't, these are your people. These are not my people. And totally just just this, I I think when we, we, if we bring class back into this, they were so refined, these people. And I think Carrie thought they were boring and Mm. uppity and too polished and Carrie mm-hmm. rejects a lot of that, but Big kind of is that, or maybe mm-hmm. she sees the other side of Big. But mm. I, I, I think she 
there was a level of like, is this really the man I love? Um, does yes. he really know me? Yes. There was a, there was a lot of layers to being at that party. I think for Carrie, there was layers to being at that because it was definitely like traditional, more conventional Park Avenue people. But then there was like a level. I don't know. Carrie has a level of like hoity-toityness too with the types of people she hangs out with. I don't know. I think that she was kind of in that beginning phase of when you're like first dating someone where you're going to feel threatened no matter what the situation is right mm-hmm. do you know what I mean when you're meeting oh, yeah. other friends you mm-hmm. know and like I know like it can feel like your other for some reason but then like down the line once you're like dating them longer you realize like eh, yeah no but 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 at the same time I think it's important to like judge or like ascertain the type of company that someone keeps. What is that saying? Oh, you're judged by the company you keep. My mom said that to me, I think, every single day of my life growing up. <laughs> no, but it's true. why I didn't have a lot of friends growing up. <laughs> it's like, I'm too no, afraid. But... <laughs> <laughs> no, but... <laughs> but it's true on some level, right? Yeah. Anyway. No, it's absolutely true. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so but, but Carrie and Big, they end on a note where he says, I love you, so this is leading us, you know, they're kind of almost at a crescendo of their relationship, right? Like, they're monogamous. They're saying, I love you. Like, things are building up with them, and we know as series watchers that this is going to come crashing down. Well, he he also yeah. said it in a way that was like, oh. Okay, I fucking love you. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Don't strong arm me. <laughs> oh, God. Fuck and- you, I love you. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Hello? Listen. I know what you're really pissed off about. But it's just something I've got to do in my own time. Well, I fucking love you. All right, you know I do. Hey, good morning. It's 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 just a tough thing for me to say because it always seems to get me in trouble when I say it. Okay. Okay. But okay, so I I think that Charlotte's plotline is too silly to like go down. Yeah, I think the yeah. Samantha one is just also absurd. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. The um. <laughs> this reminded me of the it was a couple seasons prior when she's dating the older guy and the older guy also has that older housekeeper yes who like, who's like clearly knows how things go like yeah you know um so i yeah. think samantha's kind of found herself in this position before yeah but i couldn't really get past the treatment of an asian character in yeah it. um but I actually just saw a funny meme on Instagram and I saved it to our Instagram and it was, you know, how people cast Asian actors. And I, I read up um, and just how needing, they're like act more Asian. And so she's like, well, what do you mean? They're like more tone inflection. You can do it. Mm-hmm. And I, I read this book this year called interior Chinatown by Charles mm-hmm. Wu. And it's about, mm-hmm. Asian actors stuck in a world where they're only mm. like certain characters. So I thought just or stereotypical the stereotypes, characters. right? And I think with mm-hmm. the cultural conversation going on around, mm. you know, um, mm-hmm. violence towards Asians, I thought that was, um, it was very dated this episode. Totally dated. Have you, um, do you know Bobby Lee, the comedian? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, um, he was, because uh, Dave watches a lot of his um, podcasts. It's actually a really good podcast called Tiger Belly. Um, but basically he, he was talking about how like he always had to do very stereotypical, like non-speaking English Asian uh-huh. roles in auditioning and like earlier in his career. And that was just like constant. Yeah. And that just seems like such a pain in the ass and just so like disrespectful and yeah, this uh, episode. Yeah. yeah. It, this it episode, doesn't, it doesn't age well. Um, yeah. Although it is a funny plot line, and Samantha just like, oh, oh my god, she's like, get up, she's like, you dirty cocksucker, <laughs> like she's so horrible, like what she like throws the condom wrapper in her face. Like, I mean, really... clearly, like clearly, this woman and the man have had relations. I'm guessing, right? Clearly, dim. I think <laughs> I, I, honestly, and they named her like some, and they did like a dim sum pun. Which was... Oh my god. <laughs> 
Damn it. So bad. The writers are like, yes, funny, funny. We, we got, we nailed it. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. Um, so, I do have a, yeah, well, I kind say? of want to create like a new chime. I want to create Ooh. like, and this just might be the Greyhound speaking in me, but Talk I kind of, I kind of want to create a, like when Samantha is like loyal or like, is your ride or die chime? Oh, the rider died Sammy Jones. I like it. Yeah, because basically they are um, at the nail salon and, uh, you know, Charlotte's being like, oh, he's an artist and a bartender. And Miranda's like, he's just a bartender. And, you know, they're going on and on about class, working class. And then I love that Samantha's just like cuts to the point and she's like, well, how's the sex? And she and Miranda's like amazing, basically, is what she says or something along those lines. And Samantha's like, Samantha's like, there we go. Like, you got that. Like, you found the one. And I just like love that she was just like, let's cut all the bullshit out of here for a second. And just like, yeah, like he's your guy. You okay. Know? So, Gilly, I actually have an interesting fan comment. So I, I know. So, is it so, is it your sisters? It's not out. anyone related to me. No. So I'm not going to say the name because she shared kind of an interesting um, little data point, and she was talking about women who marry for love but who are not satisfied with being married mm. for love later in life. Interesting. So she, she gave me, I love a um, you know, point. This, this data point of this. Um, because the question I asked on Instagram, she said it was really nuanced. And actually, mm. Cam, who came on, came on um, said option C, it doesn't hurt for money, <laughs> which I loved Cam's option, option C. But so this this one fan um, messaged and said, you know, it's a really nuanced answer. Um, but I do know a woman who did marry for love. You know, she's in her 40s and has kids and has told her, like, I regret it. I wish that I had married somebody who had more wealth potential and more money. And just because it would provide a certain financial stability, a certain lifestyle, being able to live at home mm. and take care of the kids. And it was just a mm-hmm. really interesting answer because you don't hear women say that, right? Mm-hmm. Because we do prioritize, quote unquote, love relationships in these day and age. But yeah. for a lot of people in, you know, decades before, marriages were financial agreements and and mm. and. and Mm-hmm. and arrangements, right? Like it was providing financial stability to women because they couldn't provide that for themselves in most settings. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just thought it was interesting that somebody brought that up talking about, you know, cause you were saying Samantha says, well, if the sex good, who cares? That's all, you know, that's what's important. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think there mm-hmm. are a lot of women who, as much as you love somebody, the sex is great. Is it going to be the life that you want? Cause we know yeah. life's more than just like really good sex and love and passion. Yeah. Like there's got to be something else there. So I totally. thought that was a good tie-in to, um, you know, yeah, to close it's, out this episode. It's, but it's so it's so interesting that you bring that up because I just had a therapy session right before recording, and you know we were like we go down rabbit holes, and we were talking about I how mean, you yeah, brought up Joe Rogan last week, so and then Joe Rogan, <laughs> anything goes, and we were talking about how like. You know, like, we were talking about, like, exactly what you were saying, like, you know, decades ago, how it was a financial agreement, and, like, people would find those things that they need to fill, those important things, pillars that they need to fill in their life, like, let's say it's emotional support, like, someone they can bounce ideas off of, and someone who's the financial, like, stability, kind of, like, life plans support, and, like, um, even just, like friends or whatever and like or sex for that matter and like Mm -hmm. I mean like a lot of cheating and stuff like that like how um it's hard to put that all on one person and and yeah yeah that's why I think it's like interesting the whole like Samantha Steve situation is like I don't know it's like I mean people marry like for like love love now right mostly yeah and like Uh, sometimes i question that like i don't know but then i I don't know this leads gilly this leads me into what we really should never know about yeah 
Married at First Sight, the reality TV show. Okay. <laughs> so we're talking about arranged marriages. Tale as old as time. It works over in um, India. And I think people are trying to make it work here. Dakota and I are obsessed with Married at First Sight maths okay, on Reddit. Um, and they're not marrying for love. They're marrying for, well, technically they are. I don't know. So I, I highly suggest it if you want a trashy reality TV show to obsess over. Okay, fashion in this episode. Oh my god, she's fashion roadkill. I gotta say, Carrie's long straight hair. Killing it. I thought it, it was killing fun. it. Love it. <laughs> I thought it was just simply fun. <laughs> simply put, it was fun. Who doesn't love a nice straightened frock? I mean, Gilly, you and I both have wavy hair, and we used to be religious yeah. straighteners of our hair. Yeah, I don't do it anymore. Yeah. I don't straighten it. Um, Neither do I. I My hair is so, so much healthier because I don't so put much heat healthier, on it right? quite, as much as I used to. Same, but I still quite straight hair with like pretty hair and I've had to like rework that in my brain. And I think a lot Me of too. women have. Like, I, I think we're like the, 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 we have pretty like manageable hair whereas a lot of my yeah. co-workers who have like really really curly hair they're like mm-hmm. I, I'm they've had to really learn how to just love having curls and not equating like straight pressed hair as like the prettiest hair totally but I did like I mean, Carrie's hair <laughs> I loved care I loved Carrie's hair it was so polished it looked so good I just think that she looks amazing I love when she wears straight hair I cannot stop like looking at her I um I, I thought know. she had some great outfits she rocks episode. a tube top she really she, does. Yeah, she had this great, like, I don't know, this, like, tube top. And that with, bedazzled like, mallard bag. I mean, that's yeah. the real star of the thing. Yeah, I didn't it. like um, Charlotte's leather strapless dress. I didn't like yes. that. Yes. It was just Charlotte... so not her, and I think that was a good fashion decision to give her something that was just, like, ugh, not her. Charlotte's adorable. I know. Yeah. Okay, and how then... many Manolo Blahniks are you rating this? I had a religious experience at Manolo Blahnik. I'm giving it. Okay, do we, we have to say it at the same time. Okay. One, One two, two, three. three. Four. four. Whoa! Yeah! yeah! Oh my god, that's two weeks in a row. We've given it the same rating. Four. This is a solid four to me. I think it's a really... Four, yeah. I think it's well-written. Um, other yes. than it being dated with its treatment of um, Asian women, I do think it's a, it's a strong episode, particularly for the Miranda and Steve plotline. Well, I think the whole cast system and talking about classes yes. and then talking about, like, women making more than men and, like, that whole thing, it was definitely touching something. The thing is about Sex and the City is that, like, they hit a topic each week. It's very fleeting. And then it's over. <laughs> it's 24 minutes later. It's over. And so, like, true. we don't get quite as much as we want. At the same time, it's sex in the city. It is what it is. Um, true. <laughs> so, um, yeah. yeah, I think it was a solid four. I think but then what's also, a, I want to know a what solid my five. five? Oh, I, I, I already told you five. I know what my five is. <laughs> I don't know I'm what not my gonna, five is. Actually, I know what my five is. Should I say it right now? No. Save it. Okay. Okay. Are you sure? Um, okay, fine. Next week's episode is also a great one. It is episode 11, Evolution. This is the one where mm-hmm. Charlotte dates the pastry chef from Chelsea who has Love many it. gay mannerisms. And it's a great episode. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, this is oh a great my one. God. So, Mirandas, thank you so much for listening if you made it this far. And we can't wait to see you next week. See you next week, friends. We can't. <laughs> Bye, no, ladies. We... See you on Instagram. See you on IG. Yeah. <laughs> Bye.